Hello and welcome to today's stimulus news and update report for entrepreneurs and small business owners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have major updates related to many different stimulus programs that you need to know about so you can take action in your business and get the financial lifeline that you need. Welcome all you new uh, members or viewers who have not seen us before. Let us know who you are, where you're hailing from, and what your business is. Uh, we are excited today. Hope all of you all had a wonderful uh, extended Memorial Day weekend. I know I did. Uh, we just honor and show our respect to all of our fallen soldiers uh, who put their lives on the line uh, for uh, us as Americans. So we're so thankful uh, for that. And then also a shout out to all of our veteran entrepreneurs and small business owners out there and the amazing work uh, that you all are doing. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, as always, uh, resources are pinned to the comments in the description. They're in the show notes. You can always find our videos on YouTube in the video section and also on our Facebook page as well. So I will be referencing other videos, recent videos that we've done that, again, you if you missed the, the live, you definitely want to catch the replay uh, of these videos. Now, let's start with the stimulus, uh, the federal stimulus relief. So we know that the st federal stimulus relief programs are dwindling down. Uh, they've all closed. Some of them have applications still in process, like the IDLE program. Uh, but I wanted to just uh, review with you all uh, just some of the highlights uh, of uh, the relief that came out of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, which started uh, back in uh, early uh, 2022. So the federal government from March 2022 to February, uh, March 2020, excuse me, to February 2022 uh, injected uh, roughly $5 trillion in stimulus money into the U.S. economy. And of that, $1.8 trillion went directly to individuals and families, and then another $1.7 trillion went to small businesses. So I know we can debate all day about what is enough and more, more can be done, more should be, uh, more relief should be put uh, forth for small businesses. But let's just, uh, just appreciate and be thankful for all of you and, and congratulate all of the many entrepreneurs and small businesses and nonprofits that were able to get some of that money, right? And then us as individuals and our families uh, were able to get uh, relief monies through this program. Uh, relief money, monies injected into our lives, our families, our businesses that have never in my lifetime ever happened. Okay, so we can say all day, every program that has been launched can use improvements, but let's celebrate the things that did happen and for the many millions of small businesses that were able to take advantage of one, one or more programs, that is a great thing because that again is a financial lifeline that so many of us needed uh, that really helped us, whether it was help us keep our, our doors open, helping us to keep our staff employed, right? Staff working, uh, whether it was able to uh, help you to be able to pivot your business model, whatever it is uh, that it was able to help you do in reaching your goals as a business owner, be thankful for that. And we celebrate all of you all and we th we're thankful 
uh, for the opportunities that were provided for us. I know I am because at the time COVID hit, I was in process of pivoting myself. Uh, and so I was hit uh, hard um, every which way you can think of. Many of you all can relate to from all my events being canceled, classes that uh, I had contracts uh, to teach were canceled. Uh, so uh, business owners that I support uh, were not available to uh, get the services that they needed. So because of the pandemic, so all of those things impacted me, but I, I saw the opportunity. So please, I, uh, many of you all saw the opportunity to continue to see the opportunities that I will be sharing with you today because they're showing up in new ways. Don't keep expecting uh, the COVID relief that was in 2020 to show up the same way uh, that is showing, uh, it may show up now, right? There's different new programs, a lot of focus on infrastructure. Um, there we have right now, we're dealing with inflation. Inflation is high. So, you know, I, I'm thinking that, you know, our leaders are very cautious about uh, more stimulus relief. They may think that it may cause inflation to go up even more. I don't know. But uh, let's pray that more relief comes. So, again, it may not be, you know, COVID stimulus relief. Maybe now you'll see like an inflation relief, right, to kind of offset some of those high costs. So whether you see that at the federal level, or your state and local level, uh, know that these things are come are here and coming there's proposals out there and we will continue to monitor those uh as we get uh updates uh, i want to really focus um the majority of this discussion on the state stimulus relief packages that are alive and well i've been saying this from the beginning that not to just focus on the state programs right not the federal programs, the state programs, they have many, uh, not just grants, but they have grants, they have loans, they have tax credits, reimbursements, all types of programs to help entrepreneurs and small business owners. And you have to get connected if you want to get access to some of these programs, uh, even stimulus. So, uh, you know, even though, you know, there's talk about a forced stimulus check, uh, proposals about a, a for stimulus federal stimulus check uh, that has not ha happened. Okay, but uh, states are issuing or have been injecting uh, stimulus money into their local economies in various ways. I mean, from stimulus checks uh, to pilot programs for um, reoccurring payments. Uh, they're doing so many things. So I want to just highlight some of the programs that are right now existing at your state. So if this is your state or state that uh, you know one of your peers are in, please tag them, share this video. Sharing is caring. Uh, the state, because so many tell me, oh, I don't, my state isn't doing anything. I don't know what my state is doing. You know, I don't know about any of the programs. That's because you're not plugged in. Okay. Every state has programs. Some are larger than others, and they may look different across the board. But believe me, every state has programs that are dedicated to helping small businesses. And it's not just dedic uh, um, uh, designated for COVID relief. Um, so many of these programs have grown uh, because of COVID, uh, but they were already existing, and then new programs are coming up. So California. California remains like at the top of the list for programs uh, for small businesses. So if you live in California, 
you really should be taking advantage of these opportunities. I mean, I really, uh, outside of New York, I don't know any other state that's doing it as big as California. Uh, so the state of California has run a surplus for the past two years and residents have benefited. So in 2021 and early 22, the state sent out two rounds of direct uh, checks to residents. And in 2022, Governor uh, Newsom has proposed sending out debit cards uh, for rising costs of gas. Residents uh, would receive one car per car uh, owned up to a limit of two or $800 per household. So with payments coming as early as July, and I believe it's Gover uh, Governor Newsom that also has proposed $18 billion in inflation relief. Okay, so you may you may start hearing the term inflation relief is now not COVID relief and now it's inflation relief. And so he has already put the proposal out there. Right. And so he has been putting forth all of the billions. And so you will see other states doing this. So get can know what's happening in your state. States that have a surplus, that means they have money to inject back into their economy to be able to help their residents. So that's one state, Illinois, uh, Democrats in Illinois are proposing stimulus checks that would arrive to a resident's mailboxes by September, amounting to 100 per person or 50 per child per household. Uh, the proposal would also provide $300 in property tax relief checks and suspension of grocery tax, gas tax increase, uh, increases for six months and a freeze on school supply tax taxes for 10 days in August. So this is an example of what the different forms of relief looks like, right? So tax relief, right? We all deal with high taxes. So to be able to remove the burden of taxes, so many different property taxes. So you heard them mention like different sales tax and property taxes and things like that. Those things can go a long way. $100 may not seem like a lot to you, but it's a lot to a person. It can make the, it can be the difference between putting gas in your car and showing up to work or putting food on the table, right? Having enough uh, having enough money to put food on the table. So don't take that lightly. This this stuff adds up when they're reducing taxes, eliminating taxes, all of that really adds up. Delaware is planning to issue tax rebates by the end of May. Individual filers uh, are set to receive $300, while couples who file jointly can expect a rebate of $60. So uh, they they will announce these programs to you. You typically uh, the governor's office or uh, or someone they designate uh, within the within the government will send out uh, information and notifications in your mail. So it's important that you not throw away your mail. That happened so much during uh, the stimulus pro uh, uh, during COVID, uh, and that people threw away their debit cards and stimulus checks. And so because you threw it away, now you got to wait months and months and months to be able to get that relief that you could have gotten had you opened up your mail. So don't throw your mail away before opening it and, and really looking at it and seeing what it is, okay? Um, but that but that is coming. So I said Delaware, Idaho residents, and Idaho will get rebate checks or direct deposits amounting to the greater of 12% of their 2020 taxes or $75. Maine, the governor, uh, Janet Mills, has proposed sending out state resident stimulus checks of $850. Uh, the money will come from the state's $682 million surplus. So again, another state using their surplus 
to help the community. Okay, New Mexico residents who file joint returns and have incomes under 150,000 will receive a one-time tax rebate of 500. Single filers under 75,000 are eligible for 250 rebate. Other credits include 1,000 for full-time hospice nurses, refundable tax, uh, child tax credits up to 175 per child, uh, a three-year partial income tax exemption for military retirees, uh, and an extension of solar market tax credits equal to 10% of qualifying purchases. Indiana lawmakers approved expansion of its state, uh, states 125 stimulus payments to residents uh, to make about uh, 450,000 low-income residents also eligible. Georgia, Governor Brian Kemp recently signed a stimulus payment uh, sign uh, stimulus payments for Georgia residents into law. These one-time refunds would be one uh, $250 for single tax filers or taxpayers uh, or married uh, filing separate, and then $375 for heads of household and $500 for joint filers. New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy has proposed sending $500 stimulus checks to low-earning taxpayers who filed using tax identification number rather than social security number in an effort to include undocumented immigrants uh, in the stimulus. Uh, Virginia, legislators hashing out details on potential uh, 300 stimulus check for all Virginia taxpayers. Two other proposed bills are looking to reduce or eliminate the state's grocery tax and suspend the state's 26.2 uh, cent gas tax uh, for one year. New York, uh, is another state that is high on the list for grants and other programs for small business. They're proposing a property tax, tax rebate ranging from uh, about $425 to $970 for low and middle income households uh, in the state, in addition to other actions, including tax relief for small businesses. The state is also implementing suspension of the state tax on motor fuel through December, Hawaii. Uh, in January, Governor David uh, Aggie, or Aggie uh, proposed a $100 uh, refund for all taxpayers and dependents. In April, Hawaii House of Committee financed up the ante, approving $300 checks for stack, uh, taxpayers uh, earning less than $100,000 or $100 for those making more than that, okay? So those are some of the states. So if your state was not on the list, that does not mean your state doesn't have programs. Again, these states are now uh, cont uh, now continuing or beginning to start rolling out these different programs. And so that's this. This is what you can expect it to look like. It, it may look uh, have uh, show up in many different ways. So if you don't know where to start, always start with your state governor's office. Okay, and then know who you're talking to, what department they're in. Uh, typically, if you call the government's a gover a governor's main line, they will ask you to point you so they can point you in the right direction. They'll ask you questions about what it is that you need so that they can point you to the right agency or the department uh, that can give you the assistance that you need. Okay, now let's move on to uh, student loans, forgiveness, cancellation. Uh, so this is the latest on student loan cancellation, right? There's a lot of debates, a lot of proposals, um, but Biden is, my understanding, is close to making a decision on what he can do through executive action. Now, if you missed my previous videos on student loan forgiveness, definitely catch the replay. Just go to our video playlist on recent videos and it is there. 
because this is not the only cancellation or forgiveness. So many people think nothing has been done. Uh, billions has been canceled in student loan uh, debt. Uh, and billions continue to be uh, canceled and, or forgiven uh, going into 2023. Uh, but this is something that he's been working on uh, that he can do by executive order because getting a, a large or mass uh, a mass uh, cancellation passed through the Congress is has proved to be very challenging because not everybody believes that we should have student loan cancellation. Uh, and then there's different uh, thoughts on how much, right? Should it just be all a stu a student loan? Should it be 50,000? Should it be 10,000? Now he has said, and my understanding is that he's considering the $10,000 option uh, through uh, executive order. Um, and then this would be limited to incomes of 150,000 for in, uh, single in, uh, tax filers and up to th um, and then limited to 300,000 for those that are married filing jointly. Now, in addition to that, they have already began the fresh start program for all student loan borrowers who are currently in default will automatically be released from default, get a fresh start. This will have a significant impact on your tax, on your uh, credit report, your credit profile, and your credit score, uh, giving you the uh, ability to then get into one of the income-driven programs or other forgiveness programs that are existing right now. Uh, so if you didn't know the significance of getting out of default, that's just a little snippet of why it is so significant that you don't have to do a thing. It is just going to automatically happen. So please be on the lookout from notification, either from the U.S. Depart uh, the US, uh, Department of Education or your servicer. I'm going to get into some scams in a minute, but be careful of scams. Uh, there's new scams related to student loan cancellation forgiveness. Uh, and so you need to make sure you're doing your due diligence. If you have any questions, go just go to the U.S. Department uh, of Education. And again, every federal agency always ends in dot, dot .gov. It will never be dot .com, dot .net, dot .org, or anything else but dot .gov. That's how you know the difference and that you will not be charged. There are no charges uh, for these types of services that I'm uh, talking about uh, today, okay? So uh, that's the student loan forgiveness cancellation. Also, if you're a public service worker, um, highly recommend uh, that you follow through. Again, go to that video, reach out uh, to um, uh, the, the department, the agency that handles the for forgiveness uh, process for public service workers. We know they dropped the ball on this. Like, uh, I mean, a small percentage, I mean, small percentage of those that actually qualify as public service workers were ever given forgiveness. Uh, but now is your opportunity. They waive so many things. They've added on credits to help you help expedite your forgiveness. Another thing that states are doing is states are also proposing and implementing uh, student loan forgiveness programs. That's why I said get plugged in with your state. Uh, now, I know the governor of New Jersey uh, ha is proposing 
automatic forgiveness programs for public service workers. I mean, I mean, they should have thought of this before. Like, but but it's great that he's doing this. Like every state. So if you're a public service worker with the state, that qualifies you. Uh, for the program, right? So you have to understand the criteria, how many hours or years you have to work, and then how how much you have to work to qualify for the full forgiveness. Uh, but at minimum, if you work for the state, the county, the city, right? All those are public service, uh, service jobs in which they should be tracking your hours uh, reporting them to the federal government and reporting them to you, giving you a way to be able to, to access your hours uh, and pull down reports that you're going to need when you go to apply for forgiveness. So I'm so glad that that is one of the states that is getting on top um, of doing that because the, it should not be hard for you as a public service worker uh, to be able to get uh, forgiveness that you qualify for. Uh, so again, those are some of the programs that are rolling out. Wanted to just circle back on a program. I did the video on the $10 billion state small business credit initiative. Again, this is another amazing program available for small business owners uh, that will get you access to uh, low to no interest loans, technical uh, assistance, uh, venture uh, capital funding, uh, for your business and uh, access to a lot of uh, other funding uh, programs as well. Again, it's called the State Small Business Credit Initiative, and states are now beginning to roll them out. And so if you want to know if your state is rolled it out again, start at your governor's office. Also, you should see them issue a press release. Anytime the state initiates these types of programs, they will issue a, uh, a press release. Now, this program is already existing with states. The states had to apply to this program, apply for federal funding. That's where you have the $10 billion. So they had to apply for the funding. Uh, and then it depends on when they got the applications in. Some were slower than others. Okay. So the ones that were quicker got their, their applications in. Uh, and it had to include a, their plan for the money, the plan to turn that money into more money for small business and, and, and for the economy uh, in which they uh, govern, uh, they had to do all of that to be able to get uh, part of the $10 billion that is going to you, the small business owner. So please be on, out on the lookout for that and how you as a business owner can take advantage of that. Uh, again, we did the video, just go to our video playlist. Also HUD. I did a video on HUD's $10.3 billion grant program that is available. Uh, so it's important, again, for you all to know these new programs are rolling out uh, to help you in your business. Now, the two main ways this grant program is going to help small business, because it's not going to you directly, right? It may go to you indirectly, okay, or directly after the fact, I, I should say. So these grants are going to every state. And in, if you go to the video and click on the link, you will see an Excel spreadsheet that has every state listed, every county that got money, and every city that got money. So you can see exactly how much money your county received and how much money your state received. Now, there's two ways that you can partake in this $10.3 billion, okay? Two of, the, two of the ways. There's more ways, but there's two of the ways. So 
you may be you may qualify for grants because it's for housing and community development activities and community development both of those can include small business okay so community development economic development activities uh we have economic development centers organizations in your local areas that usually oversee or partner with the government uh, to oversee these types of programs. So again, getting connected, getting plugged in is so important. You may see uh, your localities, these organizations providing grant opportunities specifically to small businesses, specifically to small businesses. So in the form of grants. So they may start a grant program, a partner, collaborate and say, here now we have a pitch competition or we're giving out grants in, in, in this amount for small businesses and they will tell you all the criteria. The second thing is, is further collaborating and partnering with small business owners because these organizations, right, in the community, they have the dollars and they're trying to, they're figuring out where to best put these dollars, but guess what? They need organizations and small business to, uh, businesses to partner with to implement and execute these programs. So. If they are partnering with you, what that means is that you will contract with them, right? How many of you all have contracts with like the SBA, the SBDC, your economic development centers, your local chambers of commerce? They partner with us to train, to teach, to help develop uh, 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 other people and businesses in the community. There's all types of programs get connected so you can get access to contracts so that you can better serve your community i mean it may show up in housing grants grants there's homeless card uh, uh there's money carved out for homeless uh grants carved out for transitional housing grants carved out to build housing to finance housing to rehab housing i mean go to the video and then you map out a plan to get connected and show up and show them how you're already making an impact because those are the businesses and organizations they're going to want to partner with, right? Those that they see actually doing positive things in the in the community and getting results in the community. Again, the power of the connection, you just never know. Just making that one connection can open up even more opportunities than what I'm talking about here today on this video. So again, those are some big programs that, and they're not the only ones. Like if you want to learn more about uh, grants and contracts through the federal government, I encourage you to go to grants.gov, grants.gov, and you will see like different types of contracts, grants uh, that have been made available for organizations and businesses. Uh, these are grants that, again, further the government's mission to solve problems that they want to be solved. That's what these types of grants are for. So, but believe me, small business owners get these grants and contracts, organizations, nonprofits get these uh, grants and contracts. It can be you that are getting uh, access to these opportunities. I'm talking about six, uh, seven plus figure uh, deals, uh, you know, uh, one to five year term contracts that are available uh, for you, if you are if you are performing uh, very well, so we have many peers that do contracting, do work with all levels of government. Uh, this is the time to do it. Um, as a reminder, uh, by 2025, 
uh, 50% of all federal government contracts will go to small business owners. The question is, are you ready? Now, they've already started, already up their set-aside uh, dollars for various categories of small business owners. So you have to be ready. They're looking for you. They're looking for us to be able to partner with, to give these contracts to. Uh, so again, by 2025, 50%, the federal government, U.S. government is the largest procurer of goods and services in the world. Let that sink in. There's really not that much that they don't purchase. So just think about your business. Basically, every business can transition into doing government work, okay? So they buy all sorts of products and services. And so uh, it's just a matter of, do you want to do, do you want to work with, partner with the federal government? Um, but that those are things to look forward to, the money. There's already billions set aside right now. So let's go after these dollars that are available. Um, I, what we're doing is shifting from uh, the COVID, the, the relief um, efforts and really focusing on building wealth, how to make money in your business, how to, how to make passive income, how to go after lucrative deals, how to partner and collaborate to go after some of these bigger deals that are out here to go buy the blocks that many of us talk about build, uh, buying. Uh, we don't do it on our own. We partner up. We collaborate with other goal-driven entrepreneurs and small business owners. So you'll see us talk, uh, talking more and teaching more and more on these types of uh, initiatives that are going on. So another thing that I wanted to just talk about today uh, to um, just make sure that you are aware, there are always scams out here. There are always scams. I mean, and many more scams. So it's important that you do your due diligence. Uh, there was just uh, reported uh, scams on uh, related to the uh, the student loan forgiveness and cancellation. So you don't have to pay to have your student loans canceled. Uh, you don't have to pay to have your student uh, loans uh, forgiven. Uh, so if there's someone uh, telling you that, uh, please ignore that. Go to the uh, federal agency, which is the Department of Education. All, everything you need, all the programs are there. Now, when I was consulting with people, what I did was help them to know how to get out, out of default. But right now you get out of default automatically, right? How to get out of default, how to work with your servicer, things like that. There are consultants like that, but somebody tell you, oh, we can give you forgiveness. Uh, we can get all your debt canceled for uh, $5,000. Please do not uh, click on any of those links, answer any text messages, phone calls that are in, uh, related to that. Also SBA grants. I keep getting so many people asking us to verify uh, are these grants that people are presenting to them or programs uh, legitimate? Look, all we know is the ones that we, we we research. It is up to you to do your due diligence, right? And it's uh, if it sounds too bit, good to be true, oftentimes, right? It is. Or if they're asking you to pay five thousand uh, dollars to get an SBA grant. That's ridiculous. Okay. The, first of all, the SBA does not charge anything for grants, and they don't even have that type of grant right now. What they're doing is that they'll take screenshots from other people like me, right, like us, uh, of results that we've gotten. Uh, they'll put the idle, have an idle screen up there and telling you it's a grant when it's indeed an idle loan that somebody has already received, right? 
please check these people out. Do your due diligence. Don't give them your information. Uh, people oftentimes comment they're scammers and bots and, and spam all the time in the comments of our videos. Ignore them. Especially if they pretend to be us. Like you could just click on the profile and tell if they have uh if they only have one or zero or two uh subscribers, that means that they are a fake account or bot that's set up to scam people. Uh so don't don't fall for it, okay. So I know there are scams related to SBA grants and uh, student loans and other things. So just be mindful. Someone reached out to us like a couple of weeks ago um, and notified us they were scammed by somebody that claimed to be us. And I'm just like, it's not us. Um, and then she showed they gave her like a certificate uh, and everything had her name and business on it, signatures and you know, congratulations on this grant. And they still asking the lady for money. And it's just like, lady, like there are agencies that you can report fraud to, scams to, uh, including if you get phishing and scam emails right in your email, there's a, a, a option or feature to be able to report directly from your email. So um, do that. And you can also dispute charges with your bank, you know, just depending. So again, just do your due diligence. Um, also, there's scams around stimulus checks. So I mentioned earlier that there are proposals, right? There's a push for a forced stimulus check, but there's people out here talking about there is a forced stimulus check and they're going to help you get it. If there is a federal stimulus check, it'll work the same way the other three worked during the COVID pandemic. Uh, you didn't need to pay anybody. You didn't need to do anything. It was automatically sent to you. And if there was a process for, cir for special circumstances, the irs.gov uh, website set up a specific portal for free. So these things should tell you that if it's a scam or not, okay? So again, continue to do your uh, due diligence. Uh, really uh, quickly, IDLE. We know that IDLE program has closed. Uh, last I checked last week, there were a few still in the pipeline being processed again, depending on what stage you are in the process, because the uh, SBA, I already put, uh, sent out emails and put up on their website that they stopped processing uh, for uh, reconsiderations and increases and any applications. Uh, but some, some of you all reported to me that yours was still being processed. You did get a grant. You did get your loan or, or increase. But for the most part, many uh, many of you have stopped. So this is the latest on that. So the U.S. Senate, uh, Senator or Senate Appropriations Subcommittee Financial Services and Gov uh, General Government Chair Chris Van Hollen and U.S. Senate Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship Ben Cardin sent a letter to the SBA urging the agency to process pending covid idle applications using available funds now i don't know how much available funds are available my understanding is there's some funds somewhere within the agency or the agency has access to that they can use their transfer authority to transfer these funds to the idle program so they're really pushing them i'm sure they're hearing from small business owners. That's why I tell you your voice and your power has significance and can and can uh, make things happen. When we put pressure 
on our uh, on our leaders to take action uh th these things can happen we cannot stop or let up on doing that we have to continue to advocate for ourselves so uh i will keep you posted on that but they are the first two out the gate uh they have uh sent a letter i'm not going to show it on screen but they've already sent this out to the sba now we're going to see what happens with that and how much money i'm trying i want to see how much money is available that can then go back into the fund and uh reopen the program for those only those that are in process and it's it's a few hundred thousand uh my uh, uh, maybe a few hundred thousand uh, what i know is i think there was about nine thousand uh pending uh reconsiderations when they closed the program and my understanding they closed it on the may 5th uh which was short of the may 6th date that they were initially supposed to be closing the program so again stay tuned for that and then look for any correspondence that may come out from the from the sba as well if you received any correspondence lately from the sba uh let me know um and feel free to shoot me an email at hello hello at shebosstalk.com uh because I, I always want to keep up on what what is the latest happening with those still in the process and having pending applications uh we wish that had this had happened to those that were pending uh still pending uh, for ppp but you know i don't know if that will ever come back okay so ppp want to let you all know that there's an uptick in prosecutions related to ppp fraud we know that during uh, the covid 19 pandemic and all these relief programs uh since all these uh, relief programs were launched so many, all of the programs had massive issues of fraud. And PPP is one of the most popular leading programs uh, uh, during the pandemic for small businesses that had a lot of fraud in it. Okay. And so I already said, don't mess with the government's money. They are going after people. So we're seeing uh, a lot of prosecution. You could just Google it, Google pay Paycheck Protection Program, and you will see across many states they're prosecuting more convictions are coming down uh on these uh businesses uh for frauding the government and taking money uh that they were not entitled to uh audits again there's an uptick in audits again they're starting with uh, those businesses that receive the largest funds right in the million dollar uh range uh but then we can see them <clears throat> eventually going down uh to those that use small uh receive smaller amounts uh so you know just be prepared nothing to be scared about if you did what you were supposed to do and you were not frauding and scamming then there's no re reason to be scared audits happen you should just expect as a business owner that you could be audited by any agency uh entity that governs businesses or programs that you apply to that is possible that they may come back and audit including grants that you apply for okay ppp and idle alike you may get a notice in the mail saying that they're auditing it okay um especially uh those that in 2020 receive uh the idle grant especially if you receive more than you you should have when the rule said you we were only to get well the agency the law said we were supposed to get ten thousand the agency changed it and said we we're supposed to, they will only give one thousand per employee so regardless of what the law said if you took more 
you only qualify for one in 2000 and you got 10 or however many much you got, you have to be really ready to substantiate the fact that you got that money. So if you said you had employees, you better be ready to, uh, to hand over those payroll documents that says you had 10 employees or however many that you had, if you claim to have more than one, right? Because uh, one would be you. You are the sole owner of your business. You would have gotten $1,000, okay? Um, so appeals are happening as well. So uh, if you get a notice that you uh, from uh, the PPP program um, that you you were denied some or all uh, a forgiveness for some or all of your PPP loan, then what you want to do is take quick action. You only have 30 days to respond and make sure you're following through to the process all the way through because there's different stages that starts the process. Uh, but that does not end it. But if you miss that 30 day deadline. You forfeit your appeal rights. And what that means is now you are stuck with that PPP loan that you have to pay back. Even with that said, the terms are really good. So, I mean, if you had to be stuck with the loan, that's one of the best ones to be stuck uh, having. Okay. Um, so that's that. So if you, if you have not yet uh, applied for PPP forgiveness, please let me know in the comments as to why. Uh, and if you receive PPP forgiveness, uh, let me know in the comments because I know uh, they expect that, that the forgiveness application should be winding down too. I already reported we're in, we're about to be in June. So they were reporting that by third quarter, they should be done with all the forgiveness applications. I think more than 90% at this point of all PPP loans have already gone through the forgiveness application process and gotten decisions. What I can tell you is that of the those that continue to be outstanding are the smallest loans, those under twenty five thousand. So please don't think that because yours was under twenty five thousand dollars that you don't have to take action. Because unfortunately, with all the misinformation, some of you all were told that uh, because you only got so much uh, in PPP, it would be automatically forgiven. I don't care if you got a hundred dollars, which some people got you still have to apply for forgiveness. It will not be automatically forgiven. Whatever your loan amount is, if you have not applied for forgiveness uh, by within uh, 10 months of your covered period for your PPP loan, then you should expect to start making monthly payments. So, but we want to avoid all that because if you, if your loan was under $25,000, the process to apply for forgiveness takes five minutes or less. So really, there's no reason um, unless you have a lender that is dragging their feet. Um, but they're like, at this point, I think for over 4,000, maybe 5,000 lenders that have already opted into the SBA's portal. If yours has opted into the SBA's portal, just go, go to the SBA's portal and apply. Uh, you can find this information on PPP on the SBA's website at sba.gov, okay? Now, I'm looking at the comments. Thank you all uh, who are out here. I see all your comments. I'm just looking to see if there are any, like, urgent questions. Uh, I know someone is saying that they lost their business due to COVID. It's saying something about, can I get any paperwork or loan assistance? Uh, so is your question, can you get loan assistance? Uh, please clarify your question. Uh, and when you say lost business, 
that has different meanings. I mean, lost business, does that mean that you're just temporarily shut down? You just not haven't made any money in your business? Or did you totally close up shop, right? Dissolve the business. They're two different things. And it means two different things, right? <clears throat> so if you completely dissolve the business, that means you're starting over from square one. If you still, your business is still active, open, and you just are trying to reinvent yourself or pivot your business model, that's different. You can still qualify for many programs, including grant programs that are available. But if you totally shut down, close it down, dissolved it, you're really starting over from square one, whether you reopen that business or reopen another business. And it's going to be challenging for you to get access to uh, loans. But we we provide funding for businesses that, um, you know, as is, is, uh, old as three months. Uh, it just depends on the business. Uh, someone else is asking, is there a grant for me opening my new youth? Yes, there's grants for everybody, all types of grants. So if you want to know uh, where to find grants, where to start, um, as always, in our in the description in our video, and we'll drop it in the comments, go get our grant resources. The top three, number one, our grant tracker, that's our list of grants. There's still several grants for all types of businesses, nonprofits, entrepreneurs that are on our grant tracker. We update it every single week with new grants. Uh, if you, <clears throat> so go to our grant tracker first. Don't let that be where you stop because there's so many, there's thousands of grants. There's no way that we can list them all, but we share exclusive grants in our SheBoss Tribe community. So I would highly recommend that uh, you join uh, the community, uh, our membership program on uh, Facebook. Uh, but we do more than that. It's not just about sharing grants, but we're building wealth together uh, in the community. Uh, we're going to be investing together. We're building the blocks to get, uh, uh, you know, and buying businesses together. That That is what we're doing in the tribe. So one of the benefits is getting exclusive access to grants uh, that are available uh, in there. And I believe the link is in the in the show notes as as well. Um, use our grant, our cheat sheet. So if you do not already have our winning grant application cheat sheet, I highly recommend you get it. $47. Uh, we spend 47, we waste $47. So invest $47 in yourself to be able to go out here and qualify for grants. I'm in, in the cheat sheet. I give you all my tips and tricks, how to find grants, right? Uh, how to qualify, what they're looking for, right? Because so many of you are applying, you don't have a clue what they're looking for. Then you go apply and you're not ready. You're not ready when you go to apply. And so you missed out, right? Uh, and then how to set your business up position and your business to stand out when you're applying for grants to increase your chances of winning. Nobody, nobody, I don't care who has a program, can guarantee that you'll win a grant. I have no control over your actions. I only have control over mine, right? So I can tell you what you can do to increase your chances, and it works. We've helped at this point businesses secure well over $200 million at this point uh, in all types of funding. So if they can do it, you can do it too. Our win, our win grants with these masterclasses also available. That's our recorded live class of me teaching uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, and nonprofits just like you how to go and win grants for yourselves, right? 
uh, you don't need a grant writer. For most of these grants, especially the ones on our grant tracker, you can apply for yourself. That's why I teach you how to apply for yourself. Because if you pay a, a, a grant writer, they're more focused on the larger grant proposals. That can be numerous pages, 10 plus, 10, 20, 30 plus pages that are more complex. That That is not these grants. Like literally, there's a grant, Black Ambitions grant, where you can get up to $1 million for uh, minority businesses, $1 million, and you can do it yourself. But you may need help. That's where the master class and cheat sheet come in. Now, you can hire a grant writer, but again, you may you will be paying some thousands of dollars uh, for that. So you know, just know, be wise in when you know when and where you're investing your money, and does it make sense for your business or organization uh, based on your goals, right? And definitely want to vet them out. So we vet them. That's why I have referral partners that are highly vetted. They get they know what they're doing. Uh, they know how to get results, and so. Uh, we make those uh, referrals available to you. Uh, the last program I'm going to talk about today uh, before I close out is the uh, ERC, ERC or ERTC program, Employee Retention Tax Credit, is still uh, available. This is right now the largest federal stimulus, COVID stimulus program available right now. And so this is for businesses with W-2 employees. If you have or had, because it is a 2020 and 2021 payroll tax credit, you can still get access to this credit. If you have W-2 employees, please, if you don't have employees, this is not the program for you. There are millions of businesses that have W-2 employees. Many of you are watching right now. This may be the first time you're hearing about this program but you can get up to $26,000 per employee, not per business, per employee. I mean, if you know the businesses that continue to reach out to me for a stimulus or some type of help, financial help, and they still don't know about this program. So I talk about it everywhere to everybody. So those you patronize, if you're you know, you have kids, you take them to the daycare, tell them about this video, tag them in this video. If you know a restaurant or a food truck, all of them were hard hit. We already know the Senate just shut down the $55 billion bill that the, the House passed that would have gave uh, uh, restaurant owners uh, thousands and millions of dollars back into their businesses. They shut it down and they still need relief because they are impacted by uh, inflation and supply uh, chain issues. So uh, all of the different types of businesses, retail businesses that were impacted by a COVID-19 and the government shutdown orders may have an opportunity to qualify three different ways for this program. Even if you didn't have a revenue reduction, right? Uh, if someone else helped you claim the credit and some there's a few others doing it, but they're not getting you the maximum of credit, or maybe they're only uh, taking into account revenue reduction when you could have qualified for uh, one of the other two options, you really need an expert that knows what they're doing to help you access this payroll credit, okay? So we have videos on this program. I did a step-by-step -step walkthrough of our survey. Survey takes five or 10 minutes. You upload your payroll information, and then 
our partners get to work on analyzing your information and determining how much and a credit that you qualify for, then guess what? Uh, it's taking the IRS about seven to eight months to uh, issue your funds back to you. Uh, this a refundable tax credit, which means the IRS is already, they're already making the deposits of these claims. Like one of my peers that's on my team right now just got three checks from the IRS for her daycare business, three checks. Now she put her claim in months ago. That's why it's so important to get your claim, uh, uh, file your claim soon, because we know that the IRS is taking a while to be to get these deposits. But what a, a amazing thing it will be to get that to know that that's coming for you. So get to get your applications in, submit a survey, uh, send us an email if you need assistance with the uh, employee retention tax credit. And hello at shebosstalk.com. Okay. And so again, if I didn't answer some questions on here, if you have more questions, ask them, put them in the comments and I will follow up after the broadcast. I hope you all have an amazing week. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to be safe and in good health uh, and continue to love one another, support one another. Uh, there's some, you know, big things going on, some negative things going on in the world, lives lost, uh, in recent days. So there's a lot of sadness. So we, we, we have to come together as a people, have to come together as a community, have to come together as small business owners. We are the foundation. We're the pillars of our community. So we have to be there in times like these to hold, hold our communities up. And uh, they count on us. They count on us, and that's how important we are to our communities. So I encourage you all to, to continue to do that, and I will see you on Thursday for our next video. Have a wonderful day.